Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Claire Bear, always love uh, when we can get uh, this man on. Stable going extremely well. Had the double the other week, which uh, I managed to be on both of them and tip both of them on. Uh, we see Outlaws go around again. He's got some horses that we want to chat about as well. His name is Ryan Balfour. He joins us. How are you, Ryan? Good, thank you. Good to be on. Ryan, things going superbly, mate. Uh, double the other week with Outlaws and Fighting McLaren. Uh, we see them go around today, so we'll chat about them um, in a little while. Divine during the week was super as well. But I want to ask you about a couple of other horses in your stable that we discussed here on the show and, and think of going places. You had uh, Bayesian Bell and Williston both nominated for a race here at Morfittville. You pulled Williston out. Bayesian Bell then went through and won. These two horses, even though lightly race, look like they've both got a bit of ability. Yeah, they, they both do, Miles. They're um, shown a fair bit um, at home and still very immature types that are going to certainly fill out and be horses to follow in the future. Um, we, uh, we, yeah, we, we had them both in there the other week and um, with, uh, with Bay Jum Bell, we knew she was probably just a little bit more forward and um, it was great to get the SA Rewards bonus as well. And um, she's an exciting filly. She, she then went to um, Murray Bridge for a second run and look, she was down on the fence and I think she's probably just had enough for now. And, um, as Beren said, she just got a little bit lost there on the inside and, um, you know, they run home in 33 that day and just gone a, probably a little bit light physically as well off the, off the two runs. So she, she'll head out to the paddock now, but I certainly do think she's going to be a horse that's going to come back and furnish and be one to follow. And, and Williston's, um, he's a similar boy. He's, he's still a bit of a gangly sort of teenager if you, if you had to compare him to a human, but he's, uh, got, got, um, got some potential. He's showing versatility, but uh, I certainly think that, um, he's a horse when he does fill out next prep that you can really follow and um, he'll probably head to the paddock soon as well but certainly two names to look out for in the spring Just before we head to Morfittville you've also got a couple of runners in at Port Augusta on Sunday, uh, Scarlet River and Who's Who, um, I don't know you've got sort of runners also at Balaclava Wednesday it was a bit hard to sort of ask you this far out I suppose what you like there but definitely tomorrow at Port Augusta can the um, punters follow you there? Yeah look um, we head to Port Augusta, we've got Scarlet River she's in a small field and the top weight was a, a Metro winner last start. So, but we've got uh, the claim of Alana Livesey, which sees us getting pretty well on the weights, and she's won at Port Augusta before. So, I think she's um, she's going to be quite competitive competitive there first up, and probably improve um, when she steps up in distance as well. Who's who's been a horse that's um, been a bit frustrating, and um, but he can certainly run along a bit and gets a bit keen in his races and. Um, he can stay this boy, and we gave him a freshen up in between runs. So that's why you're seeing come back a bit in trip. And I have said for a while that trying him on the Port Augusta style dirt racing, you know, if he wants to get keen in front, that's the place to sort of be up rolling. So uh, I think it's going to be a real interesting test for him. But I think off his last bit of work and the freshen up, um, you know, if he daps to the dirt style racing, I think that he um, could run a cheeky race, that boy, as well. Uh, Ryan, before we just touch on the runners, uh, Dom Tenur, who normally rides a fair bit for you, is out at the moment. Have you sort of, sort of? I know you're spreading out Stubby, Canberra, Willa, Barr, and um, is, when do you, sort of talking to Dom, do you know when he's going to be back, sort of riding some more of yours? Or yeah, Dom's he's had to have a bit of back surgery done, so Dom's going to be out for about six weeks at least, still now. 
Um, so, yeah, he's got a bit to go and wish him a speedy recovery. So um, I'd say that you'll see him probably out for at least another six weeks. Um, but, in, yeah, in the meantime, happy to sort of spread spread the spread the horses out. And, um, you know, it sort of suits us all well to do that. And obviously these guys like uh, Stubby and, and, and Beren, Toddy Panel, all those guys, they've, they've got many strings to their bows. So you're just happy to work in with them and, and try and get it. that connection when they get to know the horse. It does help a bit too, you know. So those guys that are doing the work for us and, um, behind the scenes, even you know, like blokes, uh, riders like Dylan Kabosh and that, you know, he's quite underrated. They they help out around the scenes and try and get them to uh, work with the horses and get the rewards doing it that way. Yeah, Dom probably needed back surgery. Too many golf swings uh, for Dom. A bit of army <laughs> golf left, right, and he uh, just had to get it fixed up. Let's go to race number two, mate. And uh, Kenyon Wonder and Kong go around here. I was keen on Kong during the week, uh, and then you've got a, you've got elected to go here instead. You've told us last time that this is a horse you always watch out for on a wet deck um, and look sort of in the race I'm expecting it um, to be reasonably reasonably soft is it soft enough for him to win this uh, and and sort of take the few on yeah it is um, I think the track will be fine for him and look he um, he's actually a versatile horse but he just grows a leg on the wet when the others the others will spin so that's his advantage and um, no, nah, he's going really well. He was a good run first up. We just um, probably, he probably got a little bit far back because of the barrier, and um, but he hit the line very solidly, and he's always going to improve off it. And I did have him in originally at Gore, as you said, but as soon as he drew barrier one, my prediction that the, they were going to be coming to the outside, we, we pulled him out, and Devon drew 14, so he was uh, well suited as well. But um, this guy's going well, and his work was very good leading into this. Um, so I think uh, he's definitely a major player. Um, and on Kenyon Wonder, she's been running in a lot higher grade races. Um, so she, she finds herself probably back to this grade for the first time uh, maybe maybe since she was just starting out. So And she's just been missing the start lately. And uh, she's a big horse, very big horse. On her day, she's got a very big turn of foot. And I think getting back to this grade, Campbell knows her well. I think she certainly gets her opportunity. So um, this will really see where she's at because she could be going to the breeding barn this year, I would suggest. So this will be a really good opportunity to hopefully get a, another Metro win next to her name. So um, just love to see her get away from those gates cleaner. Race five, um, we have Fox Dior in, which has been ultra consistent in his races apart from his last start. So I just wanted to ask you um, what you sort of made of that last one on the parks track, which sometimes can do that, I think, to horses. And back here on the outer track um, over the 1500 again, uh, do you think he's going to get back to that sort of better form and be right in the finish? Yeah, he was a total forgive run last start. Um, it was... Jason said that um, as they're about to open, the horse lost lost his focus and uh, basically missed the start. And we were in trouble two strides afterwards because it was a race that then they steadied, steadied, and mid race a couple of times and and just inconclusive. Forget he went round and as Stubbs said, just just got to put a line for that one, mate. It just wasn't wasn't um, wasn't a lucky day. And the start before that, he was he was a very good run. He got held up and. Um, fraction and hit the line for third and the two uh, first two home were sort of uh, up running one two as they straightened and prior to that he, he's obviously um, you know he's going super so I, I expect him to bounce back and on um, Wednesday he didn't get a run uh, at Gawler and we galloped him uh, Wednesday morning once the scratchings had closed and geez, he worked well he sat off a stable mate and um, really hit the line with intent so um, Campbell was boarding for that gallop and as he said if he took that to the races Saturday they'll, they'll certainly know he's there Oh, good to hear. Now, uh, let's go to the big boy. You know I've got a lot of time for this horse, mate. And, well, got the chocolates for us last start when I made him one of my best. Uh, 
go back. Look, he's only two lengths off free of debt and Savage two XL. Then goes into the Goodwood and look, probably a forgive run there. Then came right back in grade to an eighty six and was just way too good for him with fifty nine kilos on his back, winning by a length and a bit. I, I want to ask you a couple of things. How's a horse this deep into the prep after some some probably bigger high pressure races uh, early in the prep, as well as weight? And then how do you see it panning out? Because this is a really interesting race based on map here as to where sort of horses are going to get to. Yeah, he's he's only had the four runs back, and um, first up was when Bellavella, you know, the small field and. Um, he probably that was really like his second trial. He he really just needed that hit out. And we we had him obviously targeted for the Goodwood a long way out. And the second up, he was huge. He hit the line solid. And in the Goodwood, I thought the barrier was actually good for us leading into it. But wow, we 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 copped it big time. And he got knocked around the pillar of the post. And as Jay said, he just said, look, just forget forget it. Unfortunately, we we really copped it. Um, and uh, he, he he wasn't able to really even get in the top gear, and that's why you get in those high pressure races at times, and you need a bit of luck, or you need a lot of luck go your way. And so then, um, yeah, bang, we, we went to the race the other day, and way back in grade, and you just worry worry a bit to see where their confidence is at if they're still going to hit the line with that intent after a, a sort of hard run like that in Goodwood. And um, it was fantastic to see. Uh, he just really charged the line, and, and he worked great going to it. And I must say, he's really improved in like physically in the, into the prep he's just really peaking i said that leading in um obviously in the goodwood um but he's holding that so well so now i'm very happy with him and, and his work on tuesday was very good under campbell and um he uh, he's obviously got a lot of weight um campbell's got the two kilo claim so it gets him in at 61 um so he's giving the others weight i think if look if if we can carry that um, you know, against them, we uh, we, we basically can uh, get the money. You know, I'm not being arrogant. I know it's a good field, but I, I think he's he's just got some real X factor on his day. And um, yeah, the gate's going to be interesting. Obviously, just the one corner to negotiate. Um, so we'll just come out and keep it smooth. And Campbell's just going to have to make those key decisions as the as the race as it unfolds. But he he can sometimes just be a fraction slow out the gates. But his next few strides are really good. And, He's um, from his barrier. He'll have plenty of room to just come across as he sees it. Um, so, um, no, absolutely right with the way he's going. And uh, I think if we carry the weight, we can win. The, the hard part in that race is I, I think there's only one sort of genuine leader and it looks Exeter. And all the others are the yeah. ones that sort of just want to sit off and in behind. So it looks like it's going to be reasonably slow tempo um, well, for mine. you know, if, 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 if that eventuates, you know, uh, I put, you know you're on the money there, I think could be the case. Uh, We'd, we'd be happily be be up there, um, just uh, you know, come across casually and smoke the pipe up there, and um, hopefully he can let down like he did the other day. Race but he seven. is versatile. Sorry, uh, race seven, uh, Cafe Tortines, probably one of the longer price horses that you have in for the day, just on paper. Um, last night didn't look like he really handled the track, which I know he has won on the heavy before. But uh, how's Cafe Tortini going? So yeah, he, he galloped with um, Outlaws Revenge on Tuesday. It was a nice bit of work. Um, he. Patrick Payne um, did tell me, he said, look, even though he's won on a heavy track, I'm not convinced he, he loves it. And we could see that last start. He um, he just wasn't comfortable turning for home, Jason said. And that time of the day, it was the last last race, and, and then it started to really rain. And, and the track, if you'd been in an earlier part of the program, I think he would have felt more comfortable on the surface. It had really changed by the last race. And um, so that was a bit of a forgive run there. So... Um, I will have a good look at the track today, so we'd, we'd like to hopefully see that it's um, 
not similar to last start and hopefully drives out towards more of a seven. So that would be more suitable for him. And I think if he can get firmer, you know, if he can get comfortable on the going, I think you could see him easily improve into um, some form. Race number eight, a horse I like, uh, mate, in fighting McLaren, another one that we cleaned up the bookies on last start. But I want to go back. You win at Gawler uh, and beat in a 68 there, which was which was nice. And then you go and get rolled by Spanish Heirloom um, at Gawler. Had a little bit more weight. Spanish Heirloom's not the worst in a 72. Now, the race at Morfordville, the 68, Lady Dunmore got its own way out front and just pinched it. Um, so although it was fourth in there, I think it was a sort of a leader bias sort of a day. And then you come out first up here. Second up, I mean, two from four at the trip. Um, second up, it's run a place there before. This all looks pretty well primed to, to do this again in a field that I think is probably only moderate. Yeah, he's um, he's well-placed here after the claim. Obviously got a bit of weight, but I think he'd be okay to carry it, um, being the sprinter. And, and sim- look, he's, he's a nice big enough horse and um, over the sprint trip. So I think, um, yeah, we'll just come across, be on pace, be comfortable. Um, Cam can just make those key decisions. It's only the one corner again. So um, I'm really happy with this boy. He's trained on very well. And um, he galloped up nicely with with Kong during the week. So um, no, I'm, v- I'm very happy with him. And he does look well-placed. He's obviously got his fair share of weight, but he's, with his rating, he's certainly um, well-deserved, well-earned it in this race. So hopefully he can go back-to-back. Uh, to back. And it could be a horse that... Um, could be a horse that really climbs up into the ratings. Where his ceiling's at, we'll yet to see. But I think he's a very progressive horse. Uh, mate, you've got a very good card at the races. Uh, can't let you go without giving the punters your best of the day. Oh, I think, um, look, you know, Outlaw's Revenge is just, wow, yeah, he's just such a special horse. Uh, it was just great to see what he did the other day. So I think uh, the price they've got him, I'm, I think he's a very, very good each way, uh, the best of the day. And hopefully it's a... Big, big day for the stable. So, um, yeah, no, very very much uh, looking forward to it. Uh, Ryan, appreciate your time, mate. Best of luck uh, today at the races. Love following your horses. Looking forward to another couple of winners from you. And we'll watch those couple at Port Augusta on Sunday. We'll chat again soon. Thank you. Appreciate it. Ryan Balfour there. Good luck, and Ryan. That's good. He's uh, well, didn't, <laughs> taking on the monster. Well, I didn't want him to say that Outlaw's Revenge was the best. You hope you'll angry for fighting with he's a, well, well, I've got Outlaw's Revenge on top. He's a, you know you know I like that horse a lot and um, on his last win, like we said last start, he, he dropped right back in grade eighty six grade and just went bang. It was uh, nice to see him do that. Might have helped his confidence. And, and yeah, for Ryan to say that he's sort of gone on with it physically, I thought that you know sometimes early in a prep where they can go to those high pressure group races, they don't always come back up. They again. don't always yep. like the prep doesn't stay as long. You need to give him a break and then bring him back. Yeah, and he's. Um, if he said he's, he's uh, getting even better, geez, he's going to be hard to beat. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.